Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. Hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. Welcome to yet another encouraging and entertaining episode of the Mission Mill Spouse podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. I'm Callie Bunter, your Deputy Director of Podcast Production, and I'm here to bring you episode number 1015, Navigating the Holidays Without Your Extended Family. So the holidays are a big thing for me. Um... I'm a Thanksgiving baby. My birthday is at the end of November, so coming up here soon. Um, And I've always celebrated Thanksgiving in a big way. My uncle's birthday and my birthday are the same day, so we've always had a big family celebration. We've had a family celebration on Thanksgiving Day and then one the day after. But as years have gone on and family members have passed away and Also, military life has taken us to the places it has. Um, The holidays look a little different now, and they navigate differently. I remember my first holiday away from my family. It was in 2012. My husband and I had just gotten married and PCSed from Gulfport, Mississippi to Kings Bay, Georgia. And we came home for Thanksgiving. We were able to spend Thanksgiving with my family. But we couldn't afford to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas with my family because, one, my husband had just used all of his leave to take off for us to move. And then also, we just didn't have the money to make that drive back and forth. It was an eight-hour drive in a very big truck with our dog and our daughter. So we spent Christmas at home, just us. And it was That was a very, very lonely Christmas because I'm used to chaos and family and my grandparents and my mom and my cousin and my uncle. And so it was definitely different. And after that year, I vowed that we would not have another lonely holiday. We would open our home to anyone who didn't have anywhere to go and we would do something no matter what. Um, so the next year we did Thanksgiving with my family. Um, we invited my husband's family down. Um, they were not able to make it. We spent Christmas at, in Georgia with our friends. We got together and we cooked. My friend came up from, uh, Jacksonville where her and her husband were stationed and we, picked out some of our favorite old recipes and cooked and made yeast rolls. Um, I tried making sugar cookies that year, which were disastrous. They turned out into scones. Um, That is when I learned that I cannot bake sugar cookies to save my life. I will stick to cooking instead. And so we made do and we started a new tradition. And that's one thing that being without your immediate family or even your extended family teaches you is to make your own traditions. Yes, it's nice to be able to go home and visit and 
be with family. But sometimes it's also nice to make your own family, to make your own extended family of friends. Spend time with someone who doesn't have the family to go home to or a young sailor or young service member who is unable to travel because they don't have enough leave or they can't afford it. Open your home to them. That's what we started doing when we got back to Gulfport in 2014. My husband, uh, they were possibly deploying for Thanksgiving. And then the deployment order got canceled. And everybody who had already canceled their leave couldn't put leave in. And so we opened our home and said, Hey, come eat with us. I think that year we had 15, 17 people in my grandfather's house. It was fabulous. There was so much food and laughter and and just joy. It was great. And then the next year we had more people come. Um, I think we had like 10 or 11 people stop in the next year. And so each year is different. Sometimes we'll have two or four people. Sometimes we'll have 10 or 12. People know that our home is open. And if we say, hey, come by and grab a bite to eat. I don't care if you come and grab a to-go plate come by, visit, have a bite to eat. Because that's what makes family. That's what family is not all about blood. It's about the relationships you build. And I think us in the military community know this more than others, because we have the unintentional aunts and uncles that our best friends become our children's aunts and uncles, and their children become cousins. And it doesn't matter if we're related by blood, we're related by experience. And that's what makes an extended family. So truthfully, even though you're without your extended blood family, you are with family. One thing that technology these days makes so amazing is Skype. When my husband was deployed for Christmas, the first Christmas he was deployed, and we got really lucky with his deployment schedules and shore duty, sea duty, whatnots. We've only spent one set of holidays apart. I went to visit my husband for Christmas. And my daughter was with her grandparents in Missouri. And we were able to Skype on Christmas morning. And we were able to visit and everything, which that just makes it even more special. And that's something we do every year is we'll Skype with our family on Christmas morning. Well, now FaceTime, um, but what used to be Skype. Um, We'll now FaceTime with our family on Christmas morning. So that way we can see each other. So technology has made it so much easier to visit with our families across the distance. And I hope that one day it'll make it even easier and that air travel will be faster and less expensive, which I don't see that coming anytime soon. But in the meantime, build your extended family, uh, seek out your chaplain and see if they have a list of service members who do not have a place to go for the holidays. You could even see if your local MWR program or the USO is doing anything for the holidays because sometimes they will have their centers open and they'll have people bring food in. I remember in 2017, I took my entire Thanksgiving dinner to the USO because that was my first Thanksgiving since my grandfather passed away. And also my husband was deployed at the time and 
I don't know how to cook small. So I was able to take it to the USO and enjoy it with a bunch of single service members and people from our local community. And with that, whether you're stateside, overseas, or temporarily living in a hotel with your service member, two dogs, a cat, and three kids, please remember that we're here to help you navigate your military life journey. We're cheering you on. No matter what you're facing, we want you to remember we've been there, you're not alone, and we've got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.